0: Hello, I wanted to start a podcast, and if you hear one in the background, that's because um, I'm washing dishes, it's my first podcast, and I'm trying it out. I want to talk about a lot on my podcast. I want to talk about being a stay-at-home mom at 35. I want to talk about um, going through depression. I want to talk about losing a family, whether they passed away or they just no longer want to be in touch with you anymore. I also want to talk about friendship um and so much more i want to talk about depression a lot um i suffer from post traumatic stress disorder so um i just want to talk a lot about that a lot of um in our black african-american community we are scared to talk about mental health because everybody thinks it's a joke and it's really not and i'm talking from personal experience Um, my depression started for me, first let me stop and introduce myself, um, my name is Shawana, you can call me Shaw, I'm 35, I will be 36 in September, I'm a mother of three and also raised my nephew who also, um, have, um, autism. So, um, I'm from North New Jersey, I live in Baltimore, I hate it, (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say about that. But anyway. I'm truly grateful for what I have right now. It's especially a roof over my head for my family because at one point in my life I was homeless and pregnant and had my nephew. But we'll get more into that. But let me just start this, this off um, about depression. Um, I was first diagnosed with depression around, I'm gonna say 2013-ish, I can't remember exactly when I moved down here, that's how bad I hate it, <laughs> it's like, I can't remember when I moved exactly down here, but um, I moved down here with my brother, my, at the time, husband, and it was just me and three dogs, uh, Cash, Major, and Bella had three sisters uh, we was forced to move down here because my mom and sister they moved down here my mom is from Baltimore Maryland and they just my mom wanted us to come back home I can't question my mom why she wanted to come back home she just wanted to come back home and my sister um, don't know why she moved back down here but I believe it has something to do with her being pregnant and so forth but it's another story um, anyway, I moved down here, um, it was fabulous, in one bedroom apartment, living with my mom, you know, she can't see her kids out on the street, so, um, I moved down here in October, it took me a month to get myself together, get a job, at the time, at the time, my, the, my husband, um, he had a transfer put in from Target, so he already had a job, so me, I didn't have. I was out of work anyway in New Jersey. So this was a kind of fresh start for me. So um, I can't remember the storm that you guys had down here in Baltimore, but that's the year that I moved down here. It was a big, big, bad tropical storm. Um, was it a tropical storm? Was it a snowstorm? I think it was a hurricane or something. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, um, I got hired at Home Depot. was an okay job. Like, um, I didn't have a problem with the Home Depot. Um, the money was okay. To, as of course the manager stuff. But anyway, um, so right around that time, that's when my depression started. Number one, I had to move away from what friends I had in New Jersey and come down here forcefully and try to make a new life um, with my, at the time, ex-husband and brothers. So, um, Home Depot actually got me back on my feet um, with a program called the Home Fund. If you ever work for Home Depot, check that out. It offers so much benefit. Um, I'm not going to get into detail because they're not sponsoring it or whatever the case may be, but anyway. They helped me get on my feet, got my first apartment down here in Baltimore. Um, what was fucking hell. Ah, Lord of the year. I mean, he took this house, I believe was um, a house, yeah, and he made it upstairs and downstairs. Uh, me and my, at the time, husband had the downstairs, so we had the backyard and everything. I mean, it was okay, the bathroom was horrible, it had this old time tub, you could barely fit in the bathroom, like literally, you could barely fit in the bathroom, yo, yeah. but <laughs> that was my first apartment, um, it was cool, at the time, um, I knew me and my, my uh, at the time, ex-husband were going through stuff, um, I didn't know how serious it was, but I knew we were going through stuff. Um, I found a Twitter page that he was exploring himself, like, naked pictures, I don't know what the fuck it was, but yeah, so that really, I lost myself, like, yo, I'm tired of getting mistreated by this guy, and mind you, we've already been married 10 years, and all I'm doing is trying to be the perfect wife for him, and trying to have kids for him, because that, at the main time, was his focus he wanted me to get pregnant so bad, and we were trying and trying and trying. We had a miscarriage in 7-7-11, um, recently just passed. My baby would have been 10, but that's another story I'm going to get into, but back to where I was at. So, um, yeah, we got our own place or whatever the case may be. And we were going through our, our things, but I, like I said, I didn't know how serious it was, so, yeah. We, um, let me see, um, fast forward. I wish I could remember the years, like, I've been through so much shit that I don't even remember the years because I try not to, I could just help you with the months and try to remember the years. But fast forward to my sister, older sister's birthday, um, let me pause real quick I have I think I already said it I'm not sure but I had an older sister who passed away um, in 2016 God I miss her so much um, we'll, we'll get back to that too but um, I had an older sister and it was her birthday in March I believe it was you know, I mean it's so fuzzy because the story that I'm going to tell is going to be crazy like that's why it's going to be fuzzy to remember because I went wild after what happened to me but anyway um I know it was March and I believe we already have probably been down here a year or so yeah so it had to be like 2015 ish So anyway, um, her birthday, um, fast forward to her birthday in March, um, me and my, um, at the time ex-husband took her out to this club, we all got fucked up, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, um, night in, took her home, got back to the place, and you know, as a female, you get these intuitions, and prior to this, um, I skipped a part, um, I apologize, but prior to this, in February, um, Remember, February, Valentine's Day, is when I officially found out I was getting cheated on. So, to this day, I hate Valentine's Day. But, I enjoy it enough to where my new fiancé and us can enjoy it. I don't want to bring what happened to me on our relationship. But, anyway, fast forward, um, February, um, I found, like, me... I can't explain how I am. I just get these crazy women intuitions and they really be true and they were so true on him. Like my ex husband, they were so fucking true. So um how I found out I found the receipt. Um it was from Victoria's Secret. 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 And I'm a plus size girl and I know that Victoria's Secret stuff sometimes to fit, it depends on what it is because I've brought stuff like thongs and stuff from there. But I think the receipt said like a towel and something else. So I'm like, okay, I like this is, at the time, my husband. So I knew his bank card, not the whole, but I knew the last four. Always memorize the last four because this, whatever. That's what always shows up on receipts anyway. So, um, yeah, I, um, I'm like, okay, who you want to Victoria's Secret? And he like, this is the lie that he told me. He said that his friend or uh, something went to go get something for uh, some shit. And I'm like, no, this is your credit card. I know that's your credit card. Like, I know this is your card. He tried to say it wasn't. He tried to say his friend, he let his friend use his car to buy his girl something. And mind you, I, I didn't have anything that day for Valentine's Day. Like, He didn't even get me anything. So, do you know this fucking guy? He came home from work. And I'm like, where's my stuff at? Like, he didn't bring me anything. So, I'm like, wow, okay. He came home with this, um... Let me get the name right. John, sorry if you hear my kid in the background yelling. Um, John Paul. I hate that fucking cologne to this day because of him. But anyway, John Paul. And... He, he uh, said, This is a lie he told. Mom, I used to work for um, Target. And I know, see, Target, when, you, when they do little things for their employees' appreciation, they don't spend no more than $20, okay? That's just, come on. I've did so much inside of Target that I know these rules. So I don't know why he tried to play me with it. But anyway, he tried to say he wanted at Target or whatever, but I'm like, yo, this shit costs like $60, like Target not about to give you this for no. Anyway, so, you know, um, I put pieces together, I made him throw the cologne out, and he, he, um, I mean, it felt like forced, like that night of Valentine's Day. At first, he didn't want to go out. When he came in the door, he's like, he didn't want to go out. I could just go out with my sister, um, Kari, at the time um, when she was living. And we could just go out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you're my husband. And you talk, you like, what? So, anyway, we wound up going out to the Cheesecake Factory. And he buying me all of this shit before we go into the Cheesecake Factory. I mean, none of it felt legit, real, or whatever. You know, I already knew... That this shit was crazy. So um You know what you guys? I mixed the parts up. See that's what I say, yo. I gotta get this to this. After we went to dinner and stuff, I came back. We came back in the house and I think I was putting money in his wallet. Don't know what it was for, but I saw the re- that's how I saw the receipt. And I started, so I had a panic attack that night, and I went to the emergency room, and at the time, um, I went to St. Agnes, they would not let him back there, nothing, because it. that's how bad it got, like, yo, my heart got pulled from my chest, literally, like, I've never felt that before, it just hurt it so bad, to find out my husband, at the time, was cheating on me, but anyway, I'm gonna get some more shit, cause I'm not totally innocent either, but Um. So okay I'm thinking everything died down Fast forward back to March My sister party You know The women intuition He's still acting Like he don't want to interact with us and stuff He's just sitting at the bar Just getting fucked up And we get in the house And you know He fucked up I mean Fought up So um, I think he lays in the couch Or something on the couch And something like Yo Shawana Go through his phone he has a passcode on his phone i'm like yeah what the fuck is his passcode so i'm laying in the bed he still passed out in the fucking living room i'm lay. i'm laying in the bed and something at the time um like i said he was working for target i don't remember the fucking target yes i do i'm not gonna put it out there the target number but the target number where he worked at was his password to his phone and I got the fuck in. Like, I just guessed it. Like, I'm laying in bed, and I see his Target hoodie hanging on the back of the door. And I'm like, huh? So so I'm like, put them numbers in. And I did it. And they opened up the phone. And he deleted most of the shit. But I found he was talking to a girl. I'm going to call her. <laughs> I want to call her bit so bad. Um, but I'm going to call her B. I'm sorry, I can't give her another name. I'm gonna call her B. Anyway, um I finally got in contact with B on his phone and I'm like, Who is this? Um this is um such and such wife and um did you guys have sex? That's all I wanna know. That's all at the time I don't even give a fuck how long they've been talking. I just wanna know that they have sex. So she told me, she's like, No, we never have sex. So I'm like, Okay. So they were just talking, that's cool, that's what's up, yay, they just talking. So then I think um, I woke him up and like, so this is what you've been doing to me? And I ran in the bathroom with his phone and I called the girl. I mean, he tried to break the motherfucking door down. The bathroom door down, like literally. But anyway, um, I um, ran in there. I was talking to the girl and she was like, oh, um, hi, um, such a such, you know, my name is um B and um I had no idea that he was married. He told me he was staying with his sister or some shit like that. Like, yo, he just he made me look like the worst wife ever. Like, the worst wife ever just to get the fucking pussy. But anyway, um so I'm like, should I oh yeah, and I lied and um Uh, We had sex, and I think I might even be pregnant. Yo. When she said that... I I didn't have a heart, a soul, anything at that moment. Because we were trying for 10 years. Had one miscarriage. And he fucked this girl, and they... Yo, it was just... So, I mean, we... Um... I think we had a fight that night. I'm not 100% sure. I just, I know I was completely broken. Like, depression hit me hard. Um, I just couldn't focus at work. Um, I was crying at the register. Um... I just couldn't focus. Like it hit me hard because I I just I can't explain that feeling. Like it feels like I didn't have a purpose. My soul wasn't mine no more. Like everything was a lie. It just it hurt it so fucking bad. But um I been um like I said, my marriage, I've been in the hospital because of um our relationship. I was admitted to Shepherd Pratt prior to all of this. So, like I said, I knew my marriage was on, like, not even on the rocks. I just know we weren't agreeing with a lot of stuff. And I know it has something to do with the move because I made him move, too. But I didn't make him move on purpose. You know, it's it's what you get when you marry somebody and they family. And what else was we supposed to do? So, anyway, I just, yeah, um... At that, at, like I just kept going like and at the time, um, yo, um, I'm not even sure if I if he told me at the time that um they were um that's up, <clears throat> if they were um if she was pregnant, but I still was getting up, dropping him off to work, and all of that shit, and still going to my job at 6:45, and he had to be to work at like. 5 o'clock or 5.30. So, yeah, I was still doing that shit while going through all of this. And I remember one conversation on the way to work. while dropping him off to work. And he was like, um, she might be pregnant. At this time, I already knew that he knew that she was fully on pregnant. But he just said, might. And another experience I never expected to feel was like my soul just left. I didn't no longer want to live. So, um, that day, yo, know, we had an argument in car, not physical, like, just arguing and arguing, you know, I, everybody at Target knew about his affair. Everybody, like, when I went to Target for my medicine, they were all looking at me. Like, it was just a lot, you know, a lot. And yeah, you know, I just... I tried to deal with it the best way I could, so on that same day, I got up, uh, I went to work or whatever, got to work, I'm like, yo, I can't be here, I can't can't breathe, I can't, like, I feel, like, I went, I feel disgusted, like, nasty, like, all of that, so I left work early, I went to the emergency room, they did a checkup on me and stuff like that, and they told me if they don't call me, or whatever the case may be, that it's a good thing, so I never got a call back, Um, so that was a good thing, he didn't give me nothing, because at the time, I was so scared to move down Baltimore, because at the time, we used to visit, too, and it was um, billboards, as you used to say, the highest AIDS city ever. And I was scared to even touch somebody down here. I'm sorry. It sounds stupid. But that's just what I was just so scared. Because seeing all these billboards coming in from New Jersey. And you... you, I mean, when well, you leaving and you're on the highway. And then you're getting into Baltimore. And then you see... Oh, my God. AIDS. Are like, they they like high-rate AIDS. I mean, AIDS is everywhere. But it's like just a billboard. I never... Really see a billboard focusing on a city telling them to be careful because they are hot. Anyway, so you know we were scared, and I told him like, "Oh, well, you better not do that with nobody down here, just playing and shit," because you can get something. Anyway, come to find out, he didn't. You know, we didn't have anything. Um, I remember getting up the courage one day at work. Sorry if you hear my son screaming, cause he really, really is like on one today. So, um, I packed, I got off of work and I just asked my oldest sister if I could come live. She had just got her apartment and, um, she had a two bedroom. It was her, her son. And at the time, um, my nephew was little, so he was sleeping in a room with her. So it was a whole fucking room that I could have. So I left, I got my shit. Packed all my shit up. Well, what I, excuse me, could pack up like my clothes and shit. And I, I dipped uh, to my my mom how, then when it was time. To- I mean, sorry, my sister how then when it was time, for him to get off of work, um, picked him up. He ain't even noticed my shit still in the back. Um, picked uh picked him up. He like, I right, um, come on. I'm like I'm not going inside. Like, and I point to the back, and he started doing this little phony crying shit. You're not, you, you leaving me. Yeah. At the time, how can I, mind you, I've been trying for almost 10 years, had a miscarriage. How can I bounce back from getting cheated on and a baby on the way? Like... How can I bounce back from that? How can I take him back? How can I work through that? How can I? Because it would have been a lot of doubts. Like, um, can I trust him when he going to the doctor appointment? Of course, I would never want him not to be around his kid, you know? So it it, it is what it is, you know? That was just that situation. But um, I'm going to end this podcast, and that's just to tell you how my depression really kicked into overdrive. I'll upload or be back with another one as soon as I get my kids to calm down.